So seven years of sobriety. I just celebrated that yesterday, um, man. And it went by super, super fast. Now, the reason why I'm shooting this episode is I want to talk about not only getting sober from alcohol, but <clears throat> whatever you're struggling with in terms of a vice, because he got one. Everybody has some kind of vice. It may be drugs, maybe alcohol, maybe sex. It may be negative thinking. But there's something that you need to purge from your life. There's something that you need to get rid of because it's holding you back from becoming your better self, right? And this podcast is all about reaching our highest potential or at least getting as close as we possibly can to that. And it comes down to your daily decisions. One thing that humans are really bad at is underestimating how fast time goes by because it happens so fast. I remember when I first got sober, I was really active in AA, which I'm not as active anymore, but I used to go to meetings every single day. And I remember seeing people that had five, 10 years of sobriety. And I just thought about it like it was this crazy far out thing that just, I, it just didn't make sense to me how somebody could have that much sobriety. And really it just comes down to choosing the positive decision every single day, right? And time goes by so fast, especially the older you get, the faster it seems to go. So the longer that you wait, the longer that we all wait to cut out these vices from our life, because we all have vices, the, the more time we spend having that damaging impact to it, right? It's like, if you have a problem with your car and you don't fix it right away, it's going to lead to other problems. There's a chain reaction. So if I didn't quit drinking when I did, which luckily I did when I was 23, but if I didn't quit drinking when I was 23, this would have led to more health issues, right? Like I would have had liver and kidney issues, would have had heart issues, would have had issues with my esophagus, which I might, like you never know, but it would have continued to have an impact. And then my mental health and then alcohol wears down like every piece of your body because it screws up your sleep and it screws up your immune system. And it, there's almost nothing good that comes from it. Think about that. Let me say that again. There's almost nothing good that comes from alcohol. And especially the longer you go drinking or the longer you go doing anything that's negative, it's, it's less positive, less fun, and more problems. Long before I got sober, I had an underage drinking ticket. I think I was 17 or 18. I was under 21. And in order to get out of trouble, you go to this like mandated class where they have a drug and alcohol counselor teach you about stuff. And I remember sitting in there and there were heroin addicts in there. They were very, very bad alcoholics at this time. I'm like, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm just a, you know, a teenager that's having fun doing what teenagers do. And that was true to a point. But what this counselor said to me was alcohol starts out, drugs and alcohol start out and they're very fun and there's almost no problems right? It's, it's almost all fun. There's nothing wrong. Right. And that's how it was when I first started drinking. And then it starts to lead to some problems. You know, you start to get into some fights, you start sleeping in past work, you start, uh, having a headache all the time. Cause you're always hung over. And then it slowly transitions to the other side of that spectrum or pendulum where it's more problems and less fun to the point where it's almost all problems. So this is most vices, right? So the longer you wait, the longer you're having that impact 
and the negative impact because there's no positive from it, not really. And for me, when I got sober at 23 years old, I was at a fork in the road. I could go left or I could go right. And luckily I chose to go right and get sober and, and leave that behind in my life. Uh, but if I had not made that decision and I had just continued to drink, think of how far off I would have gone. How, how, like when I look at my life now, I have a multi-million dollar company. I'm building another one right now. I have this podcast. I have a lot of employees that I get to work with and have a great time with. Like we have an awesome office here in San Diego. Um, financially completely free. I can do whatever I want. Like my life is so much better than it was when I was 23 and drinking and partying and being a booze bag. Right. But if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have quit my job and started my business. I guarantee that I would have stayed there. I would have not been running like I run. I never would have gotten into jujitsu. I, I never would have. I mean, honestly, I, I, probably would have gone backwards instead of forwards or, or what's almost worse than going backwards is saying stagnant, even though it's, it's not, but I don't know. I just, I, I actually feel like if you're going backwards, you're at least going somewhere, right? I know that sounds weird, but being stagnant is the worst thing that you can do. It's the worst feeling of just being stuck. Unfortunately, most of our vices keep us stuck. So the amount of time that I wasted drinking, the amount of, of money that I wasted. I did this calculator thing on, on how much money I've saved since I got sober. And I put in the average amount and you know, of what I was spending and how much I was drinking. And that probably would have increased the volume of what I was drinking probably would have increased. But the amount of money that I saved over the last seven years is like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Think about that. Think about that. That money that I saved up from not drinking was put into uh, courses, right? Learning how to run my business. It was reinvested into marketing and Facebook ads and employees and things like that. Dude, if I was drinking, none of that would have happened. So don't underestimate how fast time goes, but also don't underestimate how the compound effect of these little decisions we make every single day add up to the bigger picture right? So if you're struggling with alcohol or if you're struggling with drugs, the first thing you need to do is commit to changing who you are on a subconscious level. There were a couple times before I got sober that I tried to stop drinking, not seriously, but I didn't have that psychological subconscious change where I went from my personal view of who I am was an alcoholic, somebody who drinks all the time, somebody who parties. You know, I didn't change that to somebody who is sober, to somebody who lives their life in sobriety. I didn't change that subconscious picture of myself. I viewed myself as somebody who was trying to get sober. So it's the same thing with cigarettes, right? Most people, when they want to quit smoking cigarettes, and I smoked cigarettes for a while too, When people try to quit smoking cigarettes, they think that they are a smoker who is quitting or trying to quit, which means they're putting one foot in, one foot out, and they're setting themselves up to come back because they're still a smoker. 
But one thing I did when I really committed to getting sober was I changed on a psychological subconscious picture of who I am to myself. I was no longer somebody who drank but was taking a break or trying to stop drinking. I was no longer somebody that drank alcohol. The, the belief on a subconscious level completely changed. And if you can't tap into the subconscious, you can't change yourself. It just Your subconscious mind runs all of your day-to-day everything. Your subconscious mind rules everything that you do. You know, sometimes when I'm in a podcast, I will literally not even be thinking and I'm just talking. And almost when I'm talking, I'm thinking, holy fuck, what am I saying? And then I go back and watch it later. And I'm like, damn, I actually look like I wasn't, I actually look like I meant to say that, but it was my subconscious mind going off while my brain, my conscious mind was doing something else. So if you're trying to get sober, if you're trying to stop doing drugs, if you're trying to stop whatever your vice is, you first have to learn about your subconscious mind. The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy is a really, really good book. Let me just double check that that's the title. Yeah. The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy um, is an excellent book to at least get a good understanding about what goes on under the hood, right? Because if you don't change your subconscious, you will not change your reality. That's a fact. So seven years, it went by really, really, really fast. And I'm super, super grateful for the sobriety. I'm super grateful for all of the positive things that have been able to happen. Um, And also just staying sober. Like every single day that I don't drink, it is a much better day than before. Now, let me just be clear. I was never like this raging, wild, crazy alcoholic like people picture me, right? I mean, I partied a lot and I went hard when I partied and I blacked out a lot. And But I wasn't like showing up to work drunk. I wasn't drinking and driving all the time and crashing into car. Like I wasn't this crazy alcoholic. And I really didn't believe until the end that I was an alcoholic, right? I didn't believe that I had a problem. And then when I look back, I mean, I got arrested several times when I was younger, all because of alcohol. Weird. Right when I stop drinking, I no longer get arrested. Weird. You start making conscious, better decisions when you take that negative filter out of play. It's just... I'm, I'm, I'm speechless when I think about how much I thought I knew about myself before and how much now I know now with the clarity that I have. And, you know, if you had talked to 21 year old me and said, Hey, do you think you have a drinking problem? I'd be like, no, I don't have any problem drinking. I love it. Right. But I was, I was always just, I had no idea, you know? So I want you guys to take some time to think about the things that are causing a negative impact on your life that you may not even consciously know is a problem, right? Maybe it's fast food. It it doesn't have to be some crazy like drugs or alcohol or anything like that. It could be negative thoughts. It could be the way that you talk to your partner. Uh, It could be the way that you talk to yourself, you know, your own negative self-talk. So I challenge you guys to find that thing that is stopping you from being the best version of yourselves. Because the first one for me, the biggest one was alcohol. The next one was um, getting out of my own way, right? Like, like 
not being so hard on myself and allowing me, allowing myself to fail. Little things like that. So do your best to consciously identify the things that are holding you back and cut them out. And my biggest piece of advice is do not wait. If you wait to make a change, the change is never going to happen on its own. So with that being said, thank you guys for listening. Peace.